This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. So why do you want to learn a new language? I'll tell you why. Because donde esta el baño can be a very important question at times. You know, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. Fast track your language acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a natural way. I love the fact that I can go from my laptop to my phone to pretty much anywhere and learn the language of my choice. Not to mention, I'm bringing my communication skills to new heights. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a limited time, Star Talk Radio listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash startalk. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash startalk today. Welcome. Star Talk, your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide. Star Talk begins right now. This is Star Talk. I'm your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist. Today we're doing a fan favorite edition of Cosmic Queries. And I got with me, I, I've never had him before, Godfrey. Hey, man. Godfrey. What's up? Godfrey tweeting at Godfrey, Godfrey Comedian. God, Godfrey Comedian. You didn't use right. your last name, Donchima. 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 Okay, that's yes. fine. Uh, we don't have to go. It's too long. Too long, too weird. It's too weird. It can sound Japanese sometimes. Donchima. 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 <laughs> the, the, the bathroom's two doors down on the left. Constipation, <laughs> <laughs> no. If I'm constipated, I use my last name. We get a mail with sending it to you when on I, that when one. When I need an extra push, I go, Jezuma! <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Mm. <laughs> that was not one of the cosmic queries. But if we start out with scat jokes at the beginning, there's no place to go after that. Um, uh, anyhow, it's cool having you on, man. Thanks. I listen. I've been watching your shows. I see you on uh, Bill Maher show, um, yeah. Real Time. A hot air on. I just try to. But put it's it great. In. But you know how to, you step in. You say a little thing. Let uh, the scientists talk. Bam. <laughs> I'm like, I'm proud of that man right there. That's right. He's articulate and smart. <laughs> Thank you. I got it's, like a, a it's fan awesome. out there. And your Cosmos, you, it's awesome because my, I used to watch Cosmos with my dad with Carl Sagan. Oh, yeah. He took yeah. over the reins. And then I, when I saw you were a 14-year-old kid, you met Carl Sagan. He gave, him, you, he gave you his number. His phone number. Yo. Yeah, yeah, so, so I had people say to me, I should have <laughs> told them that the bus really couldn't come through and I had to spend the night in Cornell because he gave me the, the phone number in case the bus back to the city Unbelievable. didn't happen. No, but I was too honest back then. You were too honest. Oh, my. Were you, like, was he, like, the nicest dude ever? He was very polite and very, he was, uh, it was almost, uh, he cared. I mean, that's really it. He right. cared, he cared about the, tra the trajectory of others who would come behind him. And wow. Not enough people do that in all the professions. One uh, called, uh, it's called comedy. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of my friends suck. <laughs> hey, man, can you tweet for me? I don't know. You might take my followers. Yeah, that crap. But yeah, Carl yeah. was like, yeah, yeah, he was a wow. genuine, genuine person. Man, he could have at least yeah, given you his are. turtleneck and his jacket, too. That would have been sweet. Just his elbow patches. That's his cool. elbow patches were awesome. And you said, because I, we were talking before we uh -huh. started the show, and I thought that he was a guy that who said billions and billions of stars. He only said the word once at any 
billion times. And Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson was the one who doubled up on him. Imitating him with... No, I can do Johnny Carson, right? Uh, All right, let let me hear. Okay, watch. I did not know that. Wow. Good stuff. (laughs) Carl Sagan. Here I go. Watch this. Wow. Billions and billions. And then Ed would go, ho, ho, ho. No? No? Can I get some Johnny Carson okay. fan love? Okay, for everyone over 60, what's Johnny Carson's? <laughs> you know there's invitation. a 60-year-old man going, I like that boy. That boy does Johnny Carson. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so we got some, uh, this is a Cosmic Queries edition yes. on cosmic phenomena. I haven't seen the questions before. Okay. Pulled from our fan base. Yes. And so you got them. You, are, have, you, them. you have the Whatever. steering wheel. Yes, I do. So let's bring it on. Okay. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I'm going to uh, read one from a Patreon. Patreon. These are, oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, so these are people who support the show. And so basically they extort <laughs> our, our setup to get their questions asked first. <laughs> I thought the Patreon was a name, like an alien name. Oh, no. The, oh, no, the Patreon. you guys are Cosmos. So I thought it was the, like. The Klingons, the Patreons. I, like, I am a Patreon. My name is. This guy's name, it's a little annoying. Okay, well. Kyle, why'd you have to spell your name like C-Y-L-E? So it looks like Sile. So, well, Welcome, but it's Kyle. Trying to be an individual. To be special. That's you know, right. like when Christina, it's with a C and a K. It's oh, okay. Here we go. Okay. Here's right. a Patreon. Kyle Yoakum. He's from Tennessee. All right. So I think I'm going to use an accent for this one. <laughs> that's okay. Te- that's Texas more than Tennessee. Well, okay. What's this now? What this? That's, uh... What's this? <laughs> Exactly. So as long as you don't know where it is, I don't like how you specify my thing. Oh, I spent some time in the I got okay. some. All right. Here we go. How's that one? Uh, that's Good. Ranch, Texas. Ah, okay. <laughs> Tennessee. I'm from Tennessee. Yeah, there we go. All right, I'm go. from Tennessee. Okay, here we go. Kyle Yoakum. Here's the, here's the, uh, the, the question. All right, uh-huh. ready? Here we go. Okay. The math of Einstein's equation shows nothing can reach the speed of light if it has mass. But if we discovered a massless particle that could be accelerated beyond light speed and travel backwards in time, the instant it did, would it begin to decelerate again since acceleration required forward movement in time and going backwards in time would be the reverse? If so, (laughs) it seems it would just be stuck at exactly light speed. Could this be why photons are always traveling at that speed? Mm. Wow. Mm. That was Yeah, there's weird. a lot in there. There's a lot. It's a lot, but it seemed like there. he was repeating He's something th- that was obvious. But no, but obvious to whom too? <laughs> he said, like he said, would it revert? It's almost like he said, the instant it did, would it begin to decelerate? Like that's almost like a common sense. <clears throat> okay, thing. so the way the way it works on the other side, okay, would you cross you. over Einstein's me. equation? Yes. So anything with mass cannot accelerate to reach the speed of light. Okay, which that's not it's never been seen, nor is it theoretically possible. Right, and we've tried it. So we have experimental evidence, theoretical foundation. And the like. So, things that travel the speed of light have no mass at all, like photons, which he correctly noted. Right. Okay. So now, we, we, my, my brethren of decades ago, my uh, academic brethren, hypothesized a particle that lives faster than light. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have the problem of accelerating to the speed of light. Right. Because it just lives faster than the speed of light. Wow. Okay. So, if you have such a particle, what would happen to it? Well, it would live backwards in time. Hmm. And they, we call this particle tachyons. Wow. From the Greek tachyos meaning fast. Like a tachometer is the right. same root. So that'd be like Usain Bolt's a, a tachathion athlete. Tachathion. 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 Yeah, there you go. We, we, we finally got it. Tachathion. <laughs> tachathion. So uh, the word T-A-C-Y-H-Y is mm-hmm. a common root when people want to refer to things going fast, right. or where speed is the, is the measure of things. Okay. So we hypothesize that there might be a particle called tachyons. Now, tachyons are really cool if you think about it. Because if, if I sent it to you now, you would have gotten it before I sent it. Wow. So that's kind of cool. So Yeah, yeah. So you can imagine. So I've, I, I've thought about this. Okay. Here's an interesting scenario if you could text via ca- tachyons. All right? What? So I see you walk. Yeah. And... <laughs> and you <laughs> okay so 
there's a banana peel in your path. Okay. Okay. So I don't want you to trip on it. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> but you already tripped on it. Okay. So I send you a tachyon message that you get in the past. Right. Okay. You got that? Were you with me? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I send you a text and I yes. say, watch out for the banana, banana peel. peel. I'm already on the and then And then your, your smartphone jiggles. Right. You pick it up. Yeah. Read the text. Yeah. And then you're no longer looking where you're stepping. Right. And you slip on the banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> well, that depends on your phone package. <laughs> I so, mean, if you got Sprint. So it may be that changing yes. the past might not be possible. Uh, because the very act of me trying to interfere with you stepping on the banana peel is what actually made you step on the banana peel. You, you were not paying attention to the banana peel because you were reading the text, text right. that I sent you to not step on the banana peel. So are you saying that, is it true that everything is, happens at the same time? Well, so, so there's another way to think about that. You know what I'm saying? If, so if you have like a yardstick, yeah. you can say all the numbers are on that yardstick at the same time. They're right. all just there. Right. You can be 8 inches, 30 inches, right? yeah. they're just there. there. So imagine a timeline that's just there. there. You're born on one end, you die on the other end. It's just there. there. And it. wherever you, you could jump in, jump out, right. join yourself at any part of your lifetime. Right. So, therefore, in a sense, your timeline, when viewed from a higher dimension, is all happening at the same time. Same time. Whew. Deep. I think I kind of got that. Well, not, not just <laughs> so, 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 so. This is tachyon thinking. Yes, it's tachyon. Right, right. It's, it's tachyon. You want a tachyon brain? This tachyon. is how you do it. Right, so right. I already thought about it yesterday. Uh, except I already except, thought about. It. Except the timeline has to be thought of in the higher dimension that allows you to see the entire timeline all at once. That's, okay. that's the only point. That, in our current dimensionality, yes, we are prisoners of the present. Yes, forever transitioning between our inaccessible past and our inaccessible future. Okay, then we just live in the present. <laughs> that's, that's what it that's is. All we can do. We all we can do. But a higher dimension being would say, "Hey, just rejoin." Who would that be? Buddha? Uh, <laughs> it not was... from any images I've seen illustrating him. <laughs> <laughs> so what? I would not think, en- yeah, there's a higher dimensional being. No, I would... And who would that be, though? This is what I want to know. You want to know if we're it's talking human. from a human perspective. Now, who's this higher being? It'd have to be maybe the Dalai Lama if he meditates to a certain point. Okay, so if you meditate, but what I wonder is if, if meditation is happening interior to your brain and not objectively verifiable by others outside of your brain. So, so, if, so if, you, if your mind experiences it, yes. then you go back in time in your mind, sure. But we're talking about a physical reality, okay. not a neurological reality. Ah. And meditation is all about your neurological reality. Okay, but don't you need, isn't mind and body the same thing or no? Uh, no, because we can pith your brain and your body. <laughs> <laughs> the things we can do to your mind and your body is just still there. That's true. <laughs> That's okay. I can take out this part of your brain and you can't speak. This other part of your brain, you can't recognize faces. True. This other part of your brain, you lose your appetite. I can do, we know enough about the brain to know how to, how to what the causes and effects are. Let me tell you something. Here's the reason why we don't know a lot about the brain. You want me to tell you why? Okay, you got, you, got, you got this. You got this. I got this. You got this. What is it? I got it? this. What is it? The reason why we don't know, we still have mysteries about the brain is because we're using the brain to try to think about it. <laughs> so why would the brain give you that secret? Come on. The brain's like, I'm so, not going to give you all my so stuff. You, so you're asking a very deep question. Yeah. And the mind yes. understand itself? We don't know. And guess what? What you just thought about, the mind gave you. So as I think about it, we are assemblies of atoms and molecules okay in this universe right that the universe itself created right and we're on a mission mm-hmm. to decode and understand the very operations of the universe itself okay so as has been said before we in a way huh are a pathway for the universe to figure itself out wow that's that's heavy I, so the fact that we can even approximate 
some of what is real in the universe gives me hope that our mind can figure out our mind. Mm. I think there would have to be something outside the mind to figure out the mind. The uh, mind. Probably to do it best, to for sure. It, you have to. Right now, we're kind of grogging along. It's like an unborn child deducing the nature of its mother. That you can't do it because you're inside. Exactly. No idea what your mama looks like. I, <laughs> Unless you have one of these mirrors that you can stick out. <laughs> wow. That would be scary. <laughs> if you saw one of those. You have like an alien vagina? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Vagina is a proper word. That's it's scientifically right. proper. That's a, that's a right proper if, word. If a hand came out to look at it, oh, goodness. Wait, so, so, right, so here you go. So on the other side of the speed of light. Yes. All the properties of tachyons include, last I had checked up on them, mm -hmm. that it would take an infinite amount of energy to slow them down to the speed of light. Wow. And they're capable of infinite speeds. So that's what, so if you want to take Einstein's equations and flip them to the other side, knowing you can't pass through the speed of light, these are the properties of what's going on. That's heavy. Yeah. That's fast. Yeah. What is it, 186,000 miles per second? 282 miles per second. Wow. That was that pretty good? That's very good. Oh, yeah. Godfrey. Hey, I know I'm not you. Godfrey gets I got a little number right. Three significant figures in the oh. speed of right. So, speed of light. Are, so are we are we Let's go, let's go, let's Yoakum. go. Take that em. was a good one, Yoakum. Take it. That just took most of this segment. Okay. I know. Jeez. How about this one? This is pretty simple. Aradia Farmer from Facebook. How much space is there inside a black hole? Ooh. Ooh. Well, okay, so you can measure the volume of the event horizon of the black hole. Okay. One of the most poetic terms ever. It's amazing. Given what it does to you, as you go <laughs> this one way, <laughs> you don't come back. Yeah. This is the zone within which there is no return. Yes. The event horizon. The event horizon. Of the, no, you say we got to be soft. Okay. The event horizon. The event horizon. And now, and now after hours, the event horizon. One man. <laughs> In a world. In a world. Event Horizon. Starring Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Yo, where's that black hole, man? <laughs> of course it needs Samuel Jackson. <laughs> I don't know. There, there is no like, complete I movie. can't see a damn thing. <laughs> uh, so you can measure the volume of the Event Horizons very cleanly. But, but, for reasons that remain a little bit mysterious yes. to me, when you run the equations, Einstein's equations of what happens inside of a black hole, <sighs> It births an entire other space-time, okay. an entire other universe. So if you can survive the fall into a black hole, what, what you will see is the entire yeah. future history of the universe you came from unfold before your very eyes because time slows down for you and everything else would look like it's moving fast. Okay. And the entire future history of your universe unfolds before your very eyes and another universe opens up in front of you so that the black hole... Yeah. As a portal to an entire other, what we call space-time continuum. Right. An entire other universe. That comes out of Einstein's equations, the same equations that give us out the structure of our universe. So no one's gone in to test this because no, you're coming you back out. You're not coming you're back, back, out. back out. But everything else about his equations work. So it gives us high confidence that maybe this is happening there too. That's why we talk about there's some variance of multiverse thinking where yeah. every black hole is just a, 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 a conduit to whole other well, universe. You think it's a whole, a other, whole other universe? universe. We have this interconnect, just interconnected warren. Isn't it just stars being swallowed up? It'll Maybe swallow stars. stars. And, it'll, and it becomes more mass. Yeah, it'll Never planets, up. though. We it'll it'll swallow anything, anything that comes near it. It comes near it. Anything. anything. And nothing comes back. Nothing. Co well, well, there's a we way. We don't know. There's something called Hawking radiation. Hawking radiation. Yeah, yeah. Hawking radiation. So Hawking, Stephen Hawking, Stephen, uh, Stephen yes. Hawking, he's famous, legitimately famous for a whole lot of reasons. Yeah. One of them was he calculated that the energy field surrounding the black hole, you remember yeah. e equals mc squared? Yeah. That's the equivalence of mass and energy. Yes. That energy field can spontaneously create particles. Right. Particle pairs, matter and antimatter pairs, one of which falls back into the black hole, the other escapes into space. Okay. So a black hole can essentially evaporate very slowly, particle by particle, evaporate by this phenomenon so that it can lose mass through its energy field because mass and energy are one and the same. Right. And this is, so this is called Hawking radiation. So yes, do come out, but in a very different state than you went in. Wow.
We got to take a break. When we come back, more Cosmic Queries. Awesome. With Godfrey on Star Trek. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you, like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the US on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more... FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Whether you're a family vacation traveler, business tripper, or long weekend adventurer, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. And that's good, because there are a lot of me's. Choice Hotels has over 7,400 locations and 22 brands, including Comfort Hotels, Radisson Hotels, and Cambria Hotels. Get the best value for your money when you book with Choice Hotels. Cambria Hotels feature locally inspired hotel bars with specialty cocktails and downtown locations in the center of it all. Hey, that's me. Radisson Hotels have flexible workspaces to get the most of your business travel and on-site restaurants. That's me, too. And at Comfort Hotels, you'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles, great pools for the entire family, and spacious rooms. Hey, that's me, too. I guess I'm just going to have to stay at all of them. Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travel comes true. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate. Pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Brain hurts. <laughs> we are back on Star Talk, yeah. Cosmic Queries Edition. And I got Godfrey here. Hey, man. Studio. What's up? Godfrey tweeting at Godfrey Comedian. Yes, that's right. That's a lot of characters to give up to your Twitter handle. Is it? Godfrey Comedian. Godfrey, it's the only way. That's the only a, way. I, I wanted to be a... You can shorten it just say God. No. <laughs> I cannot do that. Uh, thou I, shalt not do that. I would say, well, lowercase g. <laughs> okay. Lowercase. Because people will come up to me and go, oh, do they... And, and they do it like in an arrogant Do they call you God for short? You know what I mean? I'm like, yes, they do. Yes. Yes, they do. And you're a sinner. Yes. <laughs> are you ready? So wait, wait. So these are cosmic phenomena. I haven't seen the question, so you bring them on. It. Bring them on. So I'm bringing you. Let's see what I'm. Let's bringing see what you got. I'll see what I got here. Get Joshua Shoop from Twitter. Okay. Aliens are so far away they can see our entire history as it's happening. Is that? Why they don't want to come here? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Next question. Okay. Well, just let me clarify why that would be the case. Yes. Uh, if you are at any distance from anything you're looking at, right. you see it not as it is, but as it once was. Mm. I see you not as you are, but as you were four billionths of a second ago. Whoa. So light takes about a nanosecond to go a foot. A nanosecond to go a foot. Wow. A, bill a billionth of a second. So Fair. you're about four feet from me right now. Right. I see you as you once were, four billionths of a second to go. So now let's put, let's put a civilization in Alpha Centauri, the nearest star system to ours. Okay. That's four light years away. Right. You're four light nanoseconds away from me. Right. Alpha Centauri is four light years away. So anybody there is watching if they were could get our signals mm -hmm. um they would be seeing earth um what was going on four years ago there was another campaign for president a, obama was smashing um uh, that dummy um what you talking uh, about? Uh, what's that dummy's name <laughs> oh that mormon guy Bad. Mitt Romney. Mitt, Mitt Romney. Romney. You could see him getting pummeled. Well, okay. So, so he loses. <laughs> so they would be watching the, that, the last few weeks of that campaign. Okay. Ah. All right. In real time. In real time. As it was unfolding. 
because the light is just arriving at them at the time. Wow. Okay. So now, if you go farther, so so here you go. There's there are galaxies that might be six. There is one, sixty-five million light years away. Why'd I pick that number? Yeah. Because the stuff that was happening here on Earth sixty-five million years ago is only now just reaching them. It's just reaching them. Just reaching them. So they're gonna say, "Hey, let's check out Earth TV." <laughs> The Earth Channel. I'm sure that's what they sounded like. And so, <laughs> so they would see the extinction yeah. of the dinosaurs because that's okay. when the asteroid struck. The meteor. The meteor struck. The, meteor struck. the size of Mount Everest. So that's what they would be seeing. They would watch that in real time. So, so the, there's a lot of interesting history on Earth that shouldn't preclude alien visitation. At least maybe they visited the dinosaurs. And, wow. and then you could ask, why didn't they help them out? You know, right. And you know, if they were really checking. So I was thinking they wouldn't come because of Trump. No, nothing. You didn't. But that Trump is a very recent phenomenon oh, yeah. that has not had enough time oh. to reach any planets beyond our own solar system. Can you imagine? So there's no understanding of recent current events that to be- any aliens anywhere in the galaxy. Uh, I don't want to Trump you, but I go, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> is that what he, that's what he did the whole time. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> so that's interesting. I didn't think you would actually see the dying of the dinosaurs, the extinction of the dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is cool. So, so, yeah, so they would have access depending on their distance. Okay. They would have access. So uh, what are some events? So let's say, what's a good example? World, World War One and World yeah. War Two. Uh, pretty tragic times in the history of the yeah. Earth, 70, 80, 100 years ago. Um, they might say these people have messed up. Right. Right. And say when we will not come anywhere near. This is, this is the, in summary. Yeah. Aliens have never visited because according to them, there's no sign of intelligent life on earth. There it is. Yeah. All right. I have another question. Uh, Cosmic phenomena. Bring it on. This is by William Morris. Facebook. Okay. What's a Henway? (laughs) About two to three pounds. Next. (laughs) You can't, you can't, who, what do you think, I was born yesterday? <laughs> What's a Henway? You just wanted to see that. What's a Henway? <laughs> There's no science behind that, huh? That's it. Next, that's it. What's so a we Henway? Should, so we should call the first warp drive a Henway. So that wherever they land, they say, we got to fix the Henway. we got to fix say, the Henway. What's a Henway? <laughs> <laughs> you can run that joke no, clear nice. across the galaxy. That was awesome. What a jackass. Well, this is in, I'm old enough to remember, uh, F Troop. F Troop, that's Larry Storch. Larry Storch, and uh, what was it? It was like the the cavalry, right? And the Indians, right? right. In the in the, the in the Wild West, and the, the name of the tribe were the Hakawi Indians. The Hakawi. The Hakawi, and I think in the first episode, you remember the first episode, <laughs> F Troop. Damn. So I think. <laughs> Am I remember? I think I'm remembering this correctly. In the first episode, huh? the the cavalry meets this tribe, and they say, "Who are you guys?" And the the Indians say, "Where the heck are we?" That's <laughs> hilarious. The Indians say that. They say, "No, they didn't know where they are because they they got lost." The Indians did. They got lost. They say, "Where the heck are we?" <laughs> so, and they say, oh, you're the Hikari. No, who are you? Where the heck are we? We're the Hikari Indians. The yeah, that's, I think that's how that happened in the very first the episode. Hikari Indians. Yes. I just caught that again. I'm oh, telling man, you, I'm you know, eight years away. <laughs> the Hikari Indians. Took you a full 12 seconds. <laughs> I was like, the Hikari, because you was, the way you said it. Because that's how they said it all the rest that's, of the episodes. But it, it's F Troop. It was a sitcom. Okay. It's a sitcom, man. So that's good. What's All the right. Henway? You knocked that out. Yeah, so that's, I'm going to call, if I invent a warp drive, it's the Henway warp drive. Henway warp drive. Yeah, I like okay. that. Ah! Is All that right. how they sound? <laughs> Wait, how do hens? Yeah? Hens? Hens are the. Uh, no? You know, I don't. I, that sounds better. But, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Ray Clark, Facebook. Okay. If the moon were to somehow be blown apart. Mm-hmm. Would Earth end up with a set of Saturn-like rings? Yes. If not, what would happen? Yes. Yes. yes, temporarily we would have rings, ring system. An awesome. An awesome. Yes, ring. using awesome the way God intended awesome to be used. Oh, yeah. Not, it would be awesome if you could pass the salt. No, no. In my day, we used awesome when we discovered the cure to polio. Mm. We used awesome when we walked on the freaking moon. Do you believe that? 
I don't know. We were talking about that. Do you believe that they landed? I just want to know. You're asking the wrong. <laughs> this man, I'm just saying, man. The astronaut should have been black because we would have been more excited. <laughs> Upon landing? You know, was, <laughs> yes. They said, oh, Houston, we have just landed on I'm the like, moon. yeah, baby. Yeah. That's how we do, baby. Forget the cosmonauts. We did it first, baby. Uh. I'd be like this. Uh. No? That's one small step for a man. Come on. <laughs> Land on the moon, you go. One small step for man, one giant step for man. It's like oh, it's like it's like when they. The white yeah, you know what it is? Like when the white dudes score a touchdown, they just give the ball to the ref. When we score, we're you like, shake something. Yeah, you shake some. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think the emotions yes. that would come about. Yes. Among people who would rejoice in having just landed on the moon. Yes. Are incommensurate with how you might react in the face of disaster. If you face that on your journey, if the oxygen tank blows, holy shit, what am I gonna do? Oh my god! Okay, that's the same person who lands on the moon. Oh my gosh, I landed on the moon. Yeah. So you need some, you need people with ice in their veins. Yeah. And uh, Neil Armstrong was just such a person. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. I, I guess, but I, I just. He's, he's landed on the moon and he's running out of fuel. Okay, you know about that. I don't know if you knew about this. We were running out of fuel. Okay, he was, because where they were going to land, right. he's, there was like rocky and it was not smooth and he was worried that the, the, the lunar excursion module would tip. Yeah. So he starts going sideways, okay. using very little fuel that's left. And so Houston is saying, you got to land that puppy. Let, no, yeah. no, I'm gonna still looking. And he's monitoring how much it is. Yeah. You know what his heartbeat was when it, it was like 85 or something. I mean, it was some wow. low heartbeat okay. that any of us get just when we're irritated that we're waiting in line or something. Yeah. So, no, these were a very special set of the right stuff. Okay. It was truly the how right stuff. How long did it take to get there? Three days. It was three days? Yeah, three days. In the, sh in the ship? Yeah, well, how else? Drinking tang. <laughs> I'm just saying, drinking tang and sitting there. Three days. Yeah, three days. Three days. Okay. okay. All right. I'm, I'm glad saying. you explained it to me because I was doubting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, oh. You I asked me if I believe it. I don't. This, one doesn't need to believe when confronted with evidence. Okay. That's all. Ooh, that's deep. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I should tweet that, shouldn't I? Uh, yeah, you should tweet. You should. Yeah. <laughs> you should tweet it. Yes. <laughs> July twenty first. I'm my birthday. So it would always show the anniversary of the landing. They would show you know landing and moon the night the day before that. Well, well, well the July twenty first was the was date of the newspapers that reported it. Right, yes. but that's my birthday. July twentieth is the big deal. Yes, yeah, the big you deal. Know? Okay. So the big deal, Neil. <laughs> You're Neil. Hey, a lot of Neil. We're both Neils. We are both Neils. Okay. So, boom. Did yeah. I even answer that question? What, what was it? What was the question? It was. The, it was that would the Earth end up with rings? Oh yeah, we would end up with rings, but the, would the, be, why would the particles are not stable. Why? Um, because they'd be hitting one another and they'd be falling. And they have energy from the explosion. Some would escape. Others would come back to Earth. So, so it would, we wouldn't have like our own little rings like Saturn? Saturn Saturn's ring system is in fact solid. not stable. It's not stable. No, no, no. It's a temporary feature. In fact, there's good evidence to suggest that the dinosaurs, if they had telescopes, had they looked at Saturn, would see no rings at all. Why is that? Because, it's the, because the ring system... Uh, Different calculations give different numbers, but millions of years is a common number that I've seen yeah. for the life expectancy of the ring system of Saturn, which meant they would have been long, they would not have formed yet at the time of, of the dinosaurs. So stuff, you know, things collide, stuff yes, happens. Of course. Stuff happens. Just because it didn't happen in your lifetime doesn't mean it's not happening in the universe. So yeah, if Earth would have a beautiful ring, it would be, it'd be beautiful. You think it'd be better than Saturn's? Saturday used to be my favorite. Still planet. is. It's my favorite planet. Ooh, Saturn's easy tough to be competition. Yeah. No, because Saturn is big. Saturn is big. Give me some big rings. Yeah. Big rings. Big rings. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is that you? Good. You good on that? Yeah, we're good. We hey! good. I got another one. All right. Okay. Here we go. Uh, uh By the way, by the way, yes. uh, uh, tides would be greatly reduced at that point. That's true. Right. Because so there would, a whole lot of other tides. things would change about Earth. Women wouldn't be so moody. <laughs> It's right. It's the period, right? We're sending you all the mail. Doesn't it affect? Yeah, wouldn't it affect the, the the menstrual cycle every twenty eight days? No, because the phase of the moon is not twenty eight days. Oh, what? Is, wait. Oh, what is it? Yeah, waxing and waning. What is it? Yeah, yeah, waxing waning is twenty nine and a half days. Oh, okay. So it does not match the average menstrual cycle of women. So okay. Therefore, you cannot credit or blame the moon 
for any periodicities so it's in just the human female. Boyfriend? Consider also that there are plenty of other mammals <laughs> that who whose menstrual cycles are very different from a month. Oh. They're mammals too. What other mammals? Uh, uh, well, the, yeah, I'm just I don't you know I'm not an expert on this. <laughs> you said <laughs> dolphins, right? And I'm dolphins? just saying that that you know mice. You know, just look at your mammal list. Mice, okay. Yeah. I'll just look in any There's New York apartment for the mice. Magical about a month. <laughs> nothing magical nothing about magical. a month. Okay. Relative to menstrual cycles, that's all I'm saying. Okay. I thought that I, you know. I yeah, it's not an. I thought I was on this. It's not an. It's not a, if it's not an exact match. That means they go out of phase. Yearly, so this is not a thing. Okay, wow. All right, that's I like that. Well, okay. we can send him all the mail, right? That we get on this. <laughs> Would it okay. affect all our moods though? Because they say the moon, when it's full moon, it's affecting our moods. I, okay, I if you live in a city, I don't know how you can justify that, given the fact that at night street lamps are brighter than the full moon. True. And you don't talk about your moods being affected by street lights, or what brand of bulb was used. Uh, <laughs> Cortisol levels are up. No. Sure, but not, you, you can't credit or blame the moon for that. It's because we illuminate our nighttime lives. That's true. That's true. You're right. Are brighter than bit, the full moon. Yes. Set. Yeah. You know how you know this? You can only barely read under a full moon. So you come in at night, you put on brighter lights, and you can read just fine. That's true. So, so people want to blame the universe for all kinds of stuff that's happening in their lives? No. Just, you're, it's just you. You're it's just you. <laughs> you're high and you're crazy. Just take blame it on your ass. <laughs> and, and, and Shakespeare... Uh, in Julius Caesar, right? The fault, dear Brutus, lies not in the stars, but in ourselves. Hey, tweet, man. I'm just saying. That's man, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> I like that one. Can we uh, another one? All right. Well, if it's fast. Okay. 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 I love this because mm -hmm. I'm and I'm always a fan of this. But this is Dan Fisher, Facebook. If comets eject their gases into space. Do we know of any dried-up comets, the ones that exhausted all of their gas reserves? Yes. Nice question. Yes. So comets yes. are a mixture of ice and rock. Right. And the ice, when it comes near the sun, gets heated, okay. and then it evaporates, or technically speaking, it sublimes. Like when you go directly from a solid to a gaseous state. Right. I, I'm loose in my vocabulary, then I just say it evaporates. Okay. But sub sublimation is the correct chemical term. You've seen sublimation with dry ice? Yes. You ever see dry ice? It doesn't melt. Right. It's solid, and then it's not there anymore. Right. It all, you, it's, it's over. Yes. Okay. So with comets, every time it comes around the sun, it loses some of, this, some of its ice. Right. And eventually, you can have a comet that's just a ball of debris right. moving around the sun, and it's no longer a comet. It's just a ball of debris. And we'll just call it an asteroid at that point. And, and there are many asteroids. Asteroid? There are many asteroids we think were once comets that are just dead right now. I mean, they're living asteroids, but they're dead comets. They're like retired comets? Retired, that's a better word. <laughs> they're like, I don't do that I'm thing I'm old man now. We I done. young boys go around and around. <laughs> I used to be. And then the other comets say, you used to be the man at one time. <laughs> Halley's Comet. What's happening, brother? Uh, yeah, you can slap him as he goes by. <laughs> What's up? 76.1 years. Is that the truth about Halley's Comet? Uh, Halley. 76.1 years it it's, comes? It's time around the sun varies depending on what Jupiter does to it. Okay. It could be it could be seventy four years, seventy seven. It averages uh, uh, it averages seventy. So do you believe that Mark Twain was born and died in Halley's Comet? It came in return. We don't have to believe it. It's a fact. It's a fact. Yeah, and when things are facts, you don't have to. You don't have to your, believe your human belief system to accept them. When you said Jupiter. Remember the Jupiter effect. Remember that? That that's, big that, deal? That's another segment. The, the, oh, okay. I know. <laughs> when we come Jupiter. back. That's another segment. We, we, the, the man is on fire. He's lit up. I'm like a comet, man. <laughs> ah, my eyes can't get enough. Me. He wants more. All right. When, when Star Talk returns, more Cosmic Queries. This is still Star Talk. I'm your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I serve as the director of the Hayden Planetarium in New York City. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it means I have the keys to the sky. I want to go. want to go? I'll yeah. invite you. Come on, man. <laughs> Let's go now. I want to go now. <laughs> Godfrey, you've got a, 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 a comedy special on, star, on, on Showtime. Showtime, yes. What's it called? What's it called? It's called Regular Black. Uh-oh. All right, here we go. <laughs> regular Black. I, the right. reason why I call it Regular Black mm -hmm. because... When uh, growing up in Chicago, uh, my African-American friends, uh, they heard my parents talking. 
Okay. And they, my parents had thick accents. And they thick, were like, thick Nigerian accents. Oh, yeah. And then they were like, yo, man, where you, where your uh, parents from? I said, oh, I'm Nigerian. They were like, oh, we thought you were like regular black. <laughs> okay. Like, regular black. You know, like, we from Mississippi, Kentucky. We thought you were regular No, no, no black. but what you should have said was, I am African-American. Oh! That would have been ooh. That would have phrased back. That would total. That would have total. That just nothing they could say. Nothing. There None. it is. There it is. That's where that title comes from. Yeah. yeah so wait, cosmic queries, yeah. uh, cosmic phenomenon. All right. Where what do you have? Go. The controversies of naming celestial bodies. Mm-hmm. What's the controversy? What's the? They, they, so what's the controversy? It's, a, it's Rick Roberts asking. No, no, there's no controversy. There are no controversy. Yeah. Next question. Okay. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Like, no. do they? So here go. I'm gonna tell you. I'm, I'm okay. gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Ready? Okay. So planets are named for Roman gods. Okay. Okay. Right. Asteroids were formerly named also for Roman gods when people thought they were planets. Okay. Then, after the first few dozen asteroids were discovered in the asteroid belt, they said these aren't planets. These are something else. We need another word for them. And even though on the sky they kind of look like a star because they're little. And you can't see like a surface on them because they're so they're so little. There's like a point of light, so they're kind of star-like, right. but they're not stars. They're asteroid, star-like. Star. I didn't Aster- know that. You didn't know that. Well, that's so why would, you come on. That's why we. Did, so we what did. would hemorrhoid be? <laughs> that's. <laughs> they're out near Uranus. Ass-like. <laughs> Find the hemorrhoids near Uranus. You got that? Okay. <laughs> I like that. What? I'm just... Neil deGrasse is quick, baby. He's a tachyon. He's a tachyon comedian. <laughs> you said near Uranus. That was perfect. I'm just trying to. I know said, my I universe. Said hemorrhoid. That's ass like. Near your anus. <laughs> you just did a whole booty joke. Scientifically. <laughs> that justifies the booty joke. Because we got science in there, science vocabulary. Right. Okay, that was. Right. Okay, oh. so asteroids. So then, when too many of those got discovered, then we just gave up. Okay. And they're named after any person, place, or thing. Okay. So there's a. There's a oh, oh, initially they were named after feminized things and objects. So there's an asteroid, Mozart, Mozartia. Mozartia? Yeah, that's to feminize it because the asteroids were only named after feminine. The original asteroids are named after feminine gods. Wow. Okay. okay. Roman gods. Okay. So now, then they just gave up because there's too many asteroids. So, because there's yeah. hundreds of thousands of asteroids. Yeah. And so, um, so I, I even have, an, there's an asteroid named after me called Tyson. No. Yeah. Not Mike Tyson? I, I said it's named after me, so why would it be named after Mike Tyson? <laughs> I okay. I mean, an asteroid. Oh, oh, you're saying there's an asteroid named Tyson, and I'm claiming <laughs> that it's named after me. Wondering if it's named after Tyson Chickens, or Tyson Beckford. Tyson or Beckford. Ty- that would be a handsome ass. <laughs> That's a handsome ass. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be chocolate black. Chocolate handsome black ass. ass. Ooh. <laughs> it's, it's sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate asteroid. Am I doing it like it? Sorry. Sex of chocolate. <laughs> so, so, all right, so, so that's, those are, ast- there's asteroids named after person, places, things, right. and pets, okay? okay? There's even one named after Santa. All right, so, so, asteroids have the most diversity in what they have been named. Because there's so many of them. There's so many of them, thank you. Just run out of all the gods there ever was. All right, so, moons of planets, like Jupiter, any moon of any planet, yeah. is named after the Greek gods, that played a role in the life of the Greek counterpart to the Roman god after whom the planet is named. Okay. So Jupiter has, one of its moons is Ganymede. Ganymede was the manservant of Zeus. Okay. And Zeus is the counterpart to Jupiter. But, wow. So, so these two nomenclatures are homage to the Roman and Greek traditions that have influenced Western science. What about okay. the, the growth of Western science? I was a character in in Jupiter's life. I don't remember all, well, all they were, all they were, but they're there. That's you great. look them up; they're there. Okay, that. that's right. Now, this, there's more to this answer than I think either you knew, right? Okay, uh, yeah. Okay, so now, okay, so you got that. So it turns out Herschel, William Herschel, okay, was the first person to discover a planet. The first person. This is the planet beyond Saturn. For most of human civilization, there was only Mercury, Venus, Earth, Earth, Mars, 
Jupiter and Saturn, six planets. In fact, most of the time, there were only five because we didn't know Earth was one of them. Ah. It was just uh, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. Okay. Okay? Uh, so Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn, five, plus the sun and the moon were counted as planets. Planets from the Greek meaning wanderer, which means you move, if you wait long enough, against the background stars, and there were seven wanderers that were known to the ancients. And this is where we get the names for the seven days of the week. So, what day is named after the sun? Sunday. After the moon. Monday? Monday. And in our culture, it's a mixture of Roman and Norse mythologies, but each of those gods corresponds with the controlling god over those seven entities. Okay. So then Copernicus comes around, discovers that we're one of these planets, because we go around the sun like everybody else, and we're not in the center with everything going around us. So that complicated things, just so you know. All right. He had the coolest name, though. Uh, Out of all, Nicholas Copernicus. Nicholas Copernicus. That's, that's tight. Isn't it? Not Galileo Galilei. Galileo Galilei looks lazy. That looks lazy. Okay, because it's the same thing. Copernicus. Nicholas. Yo, Copernicus. Yo, that's hot. That's a rhyme waiting to happen. It's like a rapper's it's a rap. Name. Name. A rap. <laughs> Everything surrounds me, baby. <laughs> Copernicus, baby. What's up, Cap? I'm <laughs> okay. Keep working on that and come back. We'll hear. We'll hear what how that. <laughs> Kepler. <laughs> Kepler's tight. Yo, Hannes Kepler. Ooh, that's hot. He's badass. He was the first person to ever write down an equation that described physical reality. Wow. He wrote the Kepler's Laws of Planetary Motion. That was in early 1600s. There so we've is. only had mathematics describing the universe for 400 years. Okay. And he basically birthed that. So getting back to the names. Yes. So because, because Herschel mm-hmm. was the first to discover a planet, no one had a tradition of naming planets yet because they hadn't been discovered yet. Everyone knew these things in the sky, yeah. so there was no tradition yet. Right. So he just named it after his principal thunder, which was King George. So for, for, for many decades, the enumeration of the planets of the solar system was Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, and George. And George? George yes, planet George. Wow. So, so now that's kind of... That's so me. That's like that's so gangster. <laughs> that's gangster. Name it George. I gave you the money. Don't try it. I this, want to be a planet. This didn't <laughs> last. Internationally it didn't last. But they had to like be nice to the Brits because they right. discovered it, all right? Right. So as an as as a recompense, right. the moons of Uranus, rather than as this is the only exception, mm-hmm. rather than being named for Greek characters in the life of the Greek counterpart to the Roman god after whom the planet is named, mm-hmm. Uranus's moons are named after fictional characters in Shakespearean literature. Oh, okay. So that's homage to... The, um, uh, um, Iago? Uh, <laughs> there might be one. I don't know. There's like 60... Othello? <laughs> Can I get an Othello? I'll go check on that. Uh, we've got Miranda, Puck, Oberon. They're a lot from A Midsummer's Night Dream. That's Okay, okay. That's there. Okay. okay. And lastly, stars are no longer really named anymore. Most of the stars that have names have Arabic names. Oh, so wow. the Arabic tradition is also preserved in, uh, in the modern uh, reckoning of the names of things. Wow. And after a certain while, we just number them in a catalog. Okay. And comets are named after their discoverers or people after whom the discoverer wants to name them. But they're named after people exclusively. Okay. All you know, I know only ha- uh, ha- uh, Edmund Halley. Yeah, uh, Halley's. Uh, he did. Or Halley's or Halley's. Uh, uh, it is Halley. Halley is it Halley? Is, yeah, okay. Haley is Bill Haley in the comments. Ha- Whoa! <laughs> we gotta rock. I'm on the right. rock tonight. We gotta so rock. That that messed with the <laughs> proper pronunciation of Edmund Halley for decades. You sure, it was a which... shake, rattling roll <laughs> around the sun. Dun, dun, dun. Hey! We got. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go lightning round. Three oh, minutes okay. left. All right. Okay, lightning round. Boom! 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 Do it. Okay. Okay. The, the, these questions are too long. This is Petey J. Craigle. Okay. Here's a shorty. How does life come from non-life? Oh, sorry. We have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that is a biological frontier. How do you go from inorga- from organic molecules to self-replicating life? That is a fascinating frontier in biology, and we look forward to the solution of that in the coming years. Next. Okay. 
Here is Rafael Alves. He's from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. How is it possible that the further we look into the observable universe, we see the cosmic microwave radiation, the oldest light in the universe? Assuming that it comes from matter beyond our observable universe, doesn't it mean that the universe expanded faster than the speed of light after the Big Bang? If the universe is roughly 13.75 billion years old, how could the oldest photons have traveled around 45 to 47 billion light years towards Earth? How come our 13.75 billion year old universe is 93 billion light years across how is it possible because the universe can the fabric of the universe can expand faster than light there is no law of physics preventing that the speed of light limit is anything traveling within the space that is itself expanding that cannot travel faster than light the fabric of the universe itself can travel without a problem and in yes the early universe did expand faster than the speed of light itself Phew. this is not a contradiction Woo! Guffrey, we got time for one more. Okay. Give it to me. Peter Murdoch, is there any way to tell how large the universe is? As more light reaches our t over time, we see more. But if the universe was finite, could this stop happening? And if so, what would that look like? I love that question. You know why? Because I think about it all the time. Oh. Okay. Yes, because there's an expanding uh, horizon. It's a time horizon. And in a billion years, mm -hmm. we will see a billion light years more of this universe because that's an extra billion years that that part of the universe had to reach us okay okay so now because in other words if we're only 14 billion 13.8 billion years old where's the light from something that's 14 billion from 15 billion years away from us it hasn't had time to reach us yet wait a billion years then that comes in you see that part of the universe now watch what happens if in 16 if in 16 billion years age nothing starts coming to us that would mean the horizon has washed over the last bit of matter in the universe and there'll be no more cosmology left to be revealed because <laughs> and you and that would be then the literal edge of all the matter in the universe done, done. That has not happened yet, which is why there is still something called cosmology, where we can look far out and see the birth of the universe itself. Oh, Godfrey, thanks for thank you for oh, this is so crazy, you man. so My brain hurts. Yeah, you are no longer a cosmic queries virgin. Welcome. No, I'm not. Welcome to the company. Oh, I just got banged. <laughs> Big banged. <laughs> Godfrey, you're on Showtime. I'm going to find you after I pay my bill yeah, for show, people, They're for showtime. paying the bill no, for you. The no, Cosmos No, is. no, no. <laughs> I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist. This has been Star Talk and Cosmic Queries Edition. And uh, we'll, till next time, I bid you.